Sam, I've got big news in the rap game. Although, if I'm remembering correctly, you're very much East Coast, so this might disappoint you a little bit. Oh, no, I'm a West Coast girl. Really? West Coast? All right, then you're definitely going to love this uh, this news. Looks like Snoop Dogg, the one and only, is going to have a biopic coming out pretty soon. News just dropped. It's going to be written by uh, the co-writer for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Whether queuing up for popcorn or working through the streaming queue, Samantha Matsumoto and Aaron Woldeselassie have some suggestions and opinions for you. They're the Cube Critics. Speaking of Wakanda Forever, that movie is out in theaters this week. This is the sequel to the 2018 Black Panther film starring the late and truly great Chadwick Boseman. So this movie, I think, is like a really difficult sequel to to do. It, it's following, honestly, what is a modern masterpiece and truly, I think, one of the best superhero movies of all time. It's also trying to build a story around the loss of its main hero, T'Challa, the Black Panther. That's right. This movie is a loving love letter to the late Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. And it follows his death in a truly interesting way because this movie, in essence, is entirely about grief. I really loved that about this movie. I think it's unusual for a big blockbuster superhero movie to explore grief so intimately. And I think it did a great job of that. The story is really in particular focused around T'Challa's younger sister, Shuri, grieving his death. Shuri played by the really wonderful Letitia Wright. She, as well as Angela Bassett, creates so much drama and so much pain that you can really understand what this loss means for both their family and their country. You can also see grief like painted out and what is essentially like the villain of this film, although he's not really much of a villain and that like he's not a bad person. He's just also feeling deep pain in the incredible Namor played by Tonoch Cuerta. Yeah, I really enjoyed that storyline in the movie as well. I think one of the strengths of the first Black Panther movie was that it managed to tell this super interesting nuanced story about colonization and the sequel Black Panther Wakanda Forever does the same thing. I think the one flaw in this movie for me is that it feels overstuffed at times. It's two hours and 41 minutes and I think... I think it really starts to sag under its own weight in the last act in particular. Sam, you're definitely right. This movie touches on so much and introduces several new characters. And at times, that's a bit of a burden for this film. And it does drag on. This film is essentially three hours. And I said it before when we were reviewing The Batman. That's an eighth of the day for a superhero movie, which is a big ask. Despite all that, I th- I actually think that this film is better than its predecessor, partially because of like the improved graphics and like CGI, but mainly because it gives its its protagonist so much room to grow and change and decide and identify what it means to be a Black Panther and why she's fighting. Wow, that's that's interesting. Um I I still have to say I prefer the original Black Panther. Again, you just Chadwick Boseman is an icon. It's so hard to fill his shoes. But this movie is definitely worth watching. I think it's the best of the latest round of Marvel films. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is in theaters now. And you know, Aaron, I think we are both saying you got to watch it. 